Blog Talk Radio. Two great, great women today, both with music that will pierce your heart and rock your bones. Melly Malavese with her new EP and the one and only Essence releasing her new album here today. You are listening to Music Friday Live. Stay tuned. From Los Angeles, California, the music capital of the United States, it's Music Friday Live, and we are brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy, and by our broadcast partner, World Arts, the global platform for fans, bands, and music pros. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. These artists are here to talk with you, so you can call in and talk with them, 347-215-7511. Or if you're sitting at work with your headphones on, or if you're listening to us on a podcast, you can email your questions and comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And welcome to our listeners on cyberstationusa.com on that network and all their radio affiliates. And also to those of you listening to us on Stitcher or on iTunes. And a special shout out to our fans in London who will hear us tonight on the Artistic Echoes Network. So if you're listening live and you have questions or comments, remember you can call us. If not, send us an email, musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and we will forward your questions to our guests so they can reply directly to you. Or if you don't want you know, your name to wind up on people's email list, let us know, and we'll, we'll take care of that. Well, I was fortunate enough to see our first guest play live in Hollywood earlier this week. So I can say with no reservations, she rocks. And I have heard her do it. In fact, Melly Malavesi is a triple threat. She's a singer, she's a dancer, she's a songwriter, and she's a powerhouse artist in English or Spanish. She was a finalist in the International Songwriting uh, Competition. She was named the Best Female Dance Artist in the Indie Music Channel. She's performed all over her adopted home, Los Angeles, and she's leaving soon on her first national tour. She's also played songs in TV shows like The Bad Girls Club, and I am so, so happy that she decided to move from beautiful Costa Rica, her native home, here to Los Angeles. And I'm even more happy that she is here today with her new EP, and <laughs> and she brought one of her friends with her, too, her, her touring partner, Nove Maria. Welcome to Music Friday Live. Hello. How are you? Hello. So, so our, our listeners can tell who's who. Um, Melly, why don't you say hello again? Yes, this is Melly. Hi, Patrick. Hi, everybody. I'm very, very excited to be here and be part of this awesome Music Friday uh, conversation with everybody here. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nova Maria? Yes, I'm Nova Maria. Thank you again for inviting me. Okay, and and I will I'm, I will try to always remember it's Nova Maria, but uh, yes, you got it, you yes. got it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Melly, your new EP Herosol, is is it available yet? Uh, it's not available yet. It's going to be available in September. Um, mm. It's a full Spanish 
EP that I'm producing right now with the, the keyboard player from the band Juanes. Um, they won like 20 Grammys or something like that. Um, and I'm very, very excited to, you know, be sharing all of this with you guys and some other um, music in English as well that we're going to hear today probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, is, are all the songs recorded and you're just waiting to master it or are you still recording? Yes. Um, all of them are recorded. Um, I'm in the mixing process at this point, and I'm very, very excited to see how it's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are very excited to see how it's going to come out, too. And when it does, we'll have to have you back on the air so we can, uh, we can talk about it. But in the meantime, you've been kind enough to give us one of the songs. So this is No Como Episode. Like I've said before, that song is addictive no matter what language it's it's sung in. And -hmm. it's pretty understandable regardless of the language. But for our English-speaking audience, what's the song about? Well, the song's title is No Se Como Empezar, which means I don't know how to begin. And basically, it's just when you're out of words, um, you know, for that person that you care about so much, it could be your family, your friends. Uh, your loved one, you know, you just don't know how to begin telling them how much you mean to to them, you know, and how much they mean to you. Mm-hmm. Now, now you you mentioned that this EP and and some of your other uh, albums too are uh, in Spanish, but you are you're singing in English and Spanish too. Um, do you have a mm-hmm. preference? Which one do you feel more comfortable with? I started writing more in English. Um, at one point in my life, I wanted to write only in English. So I, I could say I feel very comfortable writing in English. But, um, but right now I wanted to go back to my roots a little bit and, and just try to write in Spanish as well because, you know, it's only fair. It's only fair. I want to I explore <laughs> that side of my artistry as well, you know. <laughs> All right. Oh, but where where's your audience? Is your audience English or Spanish or both? A little bit of both, I could say. You know, like I said before, my my audience really was very strong, uh, strongly in English first. Um, okay. You know, maybe like three years ago or uh, two years ago, uh, but then right now it's getting expanded a little bit more into the Spanish speaking ones as well. Interesting. You're you're mm-hmm. part of what I call, and many other people now call, the um, the American Latino music genre, and in that genre there are many Spanish or Spanish English uh, uh, artists who are crossing over into English. But now I'm beginning to see people like you and like Alison Arrieta who are crossing over into Spanish. So um, I, I, this is really a, a revolution, and and I'm enjoying it because it's it's great music. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah. I've got mm-hmm. a, a, another song here, and one that really expresses kind of an independent spirit. This is I Choose Myself. Good thing I've got a, a long extension cord on my earphones because I'm up and dancing around the studio. That is that really, <laughs> really rocks. And good thing it's not on video because you could see me do it, and I probably look silly. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know that uh, uh, that's a relationship <laughs> song, but um, it sounds like it's more than a relationship song. It sounds like it, it kind of takes out who you are in your territory, especially in the line that there's no one like me. Are you kind of raising your flag musically and as well as personally in this song? Yeah. Um, I wrote I Choose Myself because in order for us to love. Hello? Did I lose you? Hello? Oh, it looks like we, uh, although everybody seems to be on uh, on here, we're going to play a little bit more of I Choose Myself and we can find out where she went. Don't go. We lost you Hello? there, but but you're back, okay? You're back. <laughs> yes. The, yeah. one, one of the joys of cell phones, as you were saying, um, are you, as I was asking, are you raising your flag musically in this song as well as personally? Yes, um, definitely. I choose myself as one of those um, songs I wrote because I do believe that we need to like love ourselves, respect ourselves, and. Uh, in order for us to, you know, love others and also not only people, but also in our personal life and our personal careers. I think we do better once we are, you know, in balance with ourselves. So that's what this song is about, just choosing yourself, uh, you know, among anything. You um, you came from Costa Rica, a small, beautiful, and, and very well-run country. Uh, your family owned a carnival. Did you travel around Costa Rica, Costa Rica, and sing and dance in that carnival? Yes, I did. Um, I well, I didn't really necessarily sing and dance in the carnival, um, but I was definitely, you know, singing two famous songs. And you know, um, I had a very happy childhood. That's for sure. I was just all over, you know. 
uh, the Ferris wheel and the bumper cars, and it was fun. It was very oh. fun. <laughs> oh, it sounds like the childhood that everybody wishes they had. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's where I actually uh, learned how to drive in the bumper cars. <laughs> well, well, I hope that that's not how you drive now. <laughs> no, hopefully not. <laughs> uh, does your family still have the carnival? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they they still travel all around Costa Rica, and sometimes they go to Nicaragua or Panama. Yes, it's very fun. Well, well, like like I told you, we we have a relative in in Costa Rica, and so next time I go down, I'm going to get in touch with you and see if I can find where the carnival is and go there and and uh, uh, oh yeah, and, and drive the bumper cars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's actually now, called. There's a page on Facebook called Ciudad Magica, which is Magic City. Uh, hmm. Ciudad Magica. Um, I will post it on my Facebook. Um, and yeah, and you can, you know, you can follow them there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll do that. And and for all of our listeners who go to Costa Rica, and I know a lot of people do, uh, go to her Facebook, look it up. Find the carnival and and go ride the bumper cars and also introduce yourself. Yes, please. Yes, yes. We're talking with uh, Melly Malavasi about her albums, her new EP Girasol, uh, and her uh, her tour. She's uh, joined by Nova Maria, who is touring with her. And you can talk to them. Um, you can call in at three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can email. My goodness, the emails are coming in. Well, let me give you the address anyway. It's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Why don't we uh, answer a couple of these emails that have come in? Perry in Los Angeles wants to know, do you have any more gigs in L.A.? I missed the first two. Um, Not at this point. I don't. Um, But uh, probably, you know, later on I will definitely let you know. You can follow me on bands in town slash um, Meli Malavasi and uh, you know uh, it's M-E-L-I M-A-L-A-V-A-S-I and yeah and I, I'll be posting some you know some upcoming dates there but for sure I will do one for you <laughs> okay um, Shishma in, uh, and pardon me if I just mispronounce your name, Shishma. Shishma in Pacoima wants to know, did you have singing lessons? Uh, yes. I, I, um, I started singing lessons since I was like six years old, something like that. It was very fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, uh, Robertson in Oakland uh, once uh, writes in, you said you were more comfortable writing in English. Are you more comfortable singing in English? Um, it's it's good either way, you know. Um, I enjoy both languages the same. But singing in Spanish, um, there's something about singing in your own native, you know, language that it's it's more enjoyable, I can say. Um, but you know, it's it's the same for me because my heart is in both places, honestly. Okay. Well, you do it quite well in both languages, and I want to give our uh, audience a sample of the way you do it in English once again. This is uh, Indigo.
is an amazing piece of music. Uh, you have perfectly blended Afro-Latin rhythms, American pop, and R&B into something that is um, hooky, addictive. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how, did that song, how did that song come about? Well, um, I wanted, I have an, a little obsession with the color indigo, which is like a blue combined with purple. So I wanted to write, um, and also I've heard about indigo children that have like this super special, super amazing abilities to do whatever they want. And I, you know what, when I'm on stage, I feel that way. I feel I have something to share with the audience. So that's why I wrote Indigo. I, you know, I just sat down at the piano. My sister, Joe Malavasi, she, she helped me write the song. And also um, features a rapper, uh, Will Dynamite. Um, we, we, all of us, we just wrote the song. And it was just a beautiful collaboration because I wanted to incorporate African rhythms because I dance African. And, um, and also, you know, a little bit of hip-hop. So that's where my, you know, my friend and rapper Will Dynamite uh, came in in the in the bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's uh, yeah la- the bridge later on in the song. We'd have time to, to to go that far, but it it slips in very nicely. I've got to say you did that quite smoothly. Now you're also a dancer, and we, we have an email here from Hector in San Francisco who wants to know if you play in salsa clubs, and I want to know if you ever dance while you're performing so you can answer both <laughs> questions <laughs> awesome perfect well the first one um i do not play in salsa clubs no because my my uh dance scene is more i guess more pop um but i enjoy dancing salsa a lot <laughs> and i enjoy listening to music a lot um i i had dance salsa before we grew up basically um well, I grew up um, dancing all types of Latin rhythms. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, do you ever uh, dance while you're performing? Yes, um, I do, yes. And that song specifically in Indigo, I do dance in some parts. And, um, you know, and I choose myself. I, I was dancing a little bit there as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, because when I saw you at Hotel Cafe, you, you were on a keyboard, and it's kind of hard to dance on a keyboard, at least on a small yes. stage. <laughs> yes, oh. yeah, it's a, it was a little hard. It was also, I was introducing some of my great friends, Mitra and Ali J, and uh, they gave me the opportunity of, you know, performing there uh, and opening for them. So it was it was a, a beautiful opportunity. But, yeah, it was kind of hard to dance in that stage. <laughs> yeah. If you ever get a chance, you should catch uh, Donya Oxford, who's also a keyboard okay. player. She does boogie woogie, and she manages to dance while she's playing uh, the uh, keyboard. And in fact, at one point, she winds up uh, playing um, part of the keyboard with the heel of one foot. She's the uh, oh my gosh! I'm gonna <laughs> check that remarkable. out. That sounds that sounds interesting. <laughs> yes, Donya Oxford. Well, now. You're you're on tour now. I guess I guess the both of you are touring. Is is this the first mm-hmm. national American tour for the two of you? Yes, for both of us. Okay, um, how how does that work, um, um, uh, Nova Maria? What do you do oh. on stage? 
Well, we are both kind of sharing the spotlight, I guess, here and there. Um, so we're both writers, and we both have our own original songs, and we do covers. So while one of us uh, sings the original, the other one's kind of going to probably do some background singing, um, just a company, you know. So we're going to we, – we usually sing a couple of songs, one of us, and then the other one sings a couple. So that way we both have our – our spotlight or we can just do full sets each of us and so we we prepared our sets for us to do backgrounds for each other okay all right well in a minute we're um, we're going to play some of your music but i want to make sure that our listeners know that uh you can see these two stunningly talented women live um and their tour schedule is on uh, her facebook page you'll be in utah colorado kansas city las vegas nashville and hopefully you're going to come back here in california and play if i recall robertson in oakland um, or rather perry in la wants you to come back and play so well yes. let's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, let's uh let's listen to one of your songs uh maria this is move forward is a really beautiful and and um i love the simplicity of the arrangement that mm. you use your voice to to deliver that emotional payload uh, how did that song come together and why well i believe i'm a very positive person <laughs> and that's something that i really want to you know have in my songs um kind of have people feel that as well and you know I want everyone to feel happy when they listen to this song and feel motivated so that's what I had in mind uh, when I was writing this song when I was you know um, writing those chords the harmonies and all of that well I think mm-hmm. you achieved your objective right now <laughs> when, when you when you two come back, I, I, I really hope that uh, there's a, a full gig here in Los Angeles so I can come mm. see the two of you live. Uh, at that, <laughs> I can tell that's going to be quite an experience. Unfortunately, we are out of time. We must be having uh, a lot of fun because it has flown by so fast. All right. Wow. All right. So, um, uh, Melly, why don't, very quickly, why don't you remind our audience where they can get your albums and, and stream your music? Yeah, sure. Um, they can get my albums on iTunes, they can stream the music on Spotify, uh, PD Baby. Uh, you can get the, the physical album. All right. And uh, also uh, remind everybody to to check your Facebook page for your tour schedule. Mm-hmm. If, if you're in for any listeners who are in Utah or in Colorado or in Nashville or Las Vegas, don't miss it. 
Don't miss it. Mm -hmm. This is going to be just too good. And I want to thank the two of you for taking the time to be with us today. This has been lots of fun. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. (laughs) Meli Malavese and her new EP is Gerasol. It'll be available in September. Follow her on on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you should really, really add her songs to your collection. Um, You'll be really happy you did. We have to take a break right now, and when we return, uh, Essence, the internationally known singer-songwriter, she's releasing her new album right here on Music Friday Live today. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. I'm back. Patrick O'Heffernan, your host here at Music Friday Live. And before we continue, I want to tell you about our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Now, you all know solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners. And that's huge for real, not huge like Donald Trump says it. But a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because, you know, it costs, it's expensive. The upfront costs. Well, SolarCity allows you to go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. That's right. SolarCity will come out. They'll install a solar system on your home for free. You only pay for the power you use, you know, just like you do from the utility company, except you pay for a lot less of it because the sun is making it for you as much as half of your electricity. SolarCity pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains the system. All you do is just sit back and enjoy the savings. So if you have been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at SolarCity, America's number one clean energy provider. How do you find out? Well, I'm going to give you a phone number. You knew I would, so you've got your pen and pencil ready. 909-618-6937. It's 909-618-6937. Tell them that you heard about it here on Music Friday, and you will get a discount on your order. Well, before we meet our next guest, I want to remind everybody here about our broadcast partner, and that's World Arts. World Arts is the global music platform that connects artists with fans, brands, and industry pros. World Arts offers bands live performances, video shoots, recording sessions, master songwriting classes. Fans can get new music, they can see intimate shows, and they can meet their favorite artists. In fact, we have done that. In my other radio show, Musica Fusion LA, we have actually produced musical events there and let the fans and the artists all mingle, and and everybody's really, really happy. Of course, the tequila kind of helps, too. Um, If you're a fan, uh, like I said, you can uh, meet your artist. If you're a band, there's a lot of things available there, so you should all sign up www.worldarts.com. It's free. We are there. You should be too. That's www.worldarts.com. Well, I often say that poetry is not dead. 
It's actually all around us. We just call it lyrics now. Well, that implies uh, that applies in spades for our next guest, who goes by her real first name, Essence. Today, she is releasing her fourth her fourth album, Black Wings, and listening to it is sort of like orbiting the dark side of the moon. You are joyfully lost in the eternity of the universe, but you are fixed in the reality of cold and shadows. Either way, the experience is mystical and forever memorable. She's the winner of the grand prize in the Lila Fair Talent talent search. She's the winner of the grand prize in the Great American Song Contest. She she came in second among 20,000 entrants in the International Songwriting Contest. Essence is one of the most outstanding talents of our time, not just in folk and Americana, not just in rock and not just in pop, but in the words that make us human. And amid the joy and the pathos and the catharsis of her lyrics and her music, she can still take time to write songs like Everybody's Got a Button. Essence, welcome to Music Friday Live. <laughs> Thank you so much, Patrick. Thank you. Well, there's It's an so honor to be here. Well, it's an honor to have you, and uh, there's so much to talk about. I've been listening to your albums, learning about your your background, which, and I think you're back, you and I crossed paths at some point in the Bay Area, and I've been listening carefully to the lyrics in your new album, Black Wings, and your skill with words is phenomenal. Where did you learn how to write like that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. I, 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 write, um, I write from my heart. I write from my life experiences and I've had some wonderful mentors um, and I've, and I've studied the songs of the people who have inspired me most who I consider great poets in addition to being great songwriters. So people like, I mean, I've just, I've spent a lot of time just reading the writings of, of people like, you know, Bob Dylan and Joni Mitchell and Tom Petty and, um, there's just so many wonderful songwriters, you know, Willie Nelson, Dolly Parton, um, and, and great writers like Bukowski or Anais Nin or E.E. E. Cummings. Um, oh, I love great shows. stories and I love great literature. It, it shows. Uh, it, it really shows. It just, it, it's a delight to listen to your music. I want to give our listeners a taste of your music. So here is a thousand pieces from the all gonna end the only thing I've ever been sure of closure to another Hollywood trend and I know that by the time the credits roll I won't care to find out how it ends anymore always complaining about leaving here too late but you're always finding things to Ask me how it's all going to end. The only thing I have ever been sure of is closure is just another Hollywood trend. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. I understand that this album is about uh, the disillusion of of, uh, a a long relationship. Um, 
is is that line admission for you and for all of us that you never really close something like that? Exactly. Yeah, okay. and yeah, it, yeah, um, it's all just fluff, really. You know, it's it's all labels, but it's a you know you can call it what you will, but it's in your you know what's in your heart. It doesn't matter what's on paper. It matters what's in your heart. Did you um, was this a painful album to write? <laughs> um, this is a painful album to live. The writing is what saved me, and um, my my being able to give these experiences. Each song is a snapshot of an experience or an event that happened over the last ten years in this um, in my marriage, and mm. um, and and so each one is a snapshot of what led to the ultimate downfall. And so um, I was very grateful to have a place to put these experiences so that I could start to heal and not have to carry them in my everyday heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there's one song in this album that really pulls the listeners into your, your vulnerability in a way that I've never really heard before. Uh, this is Over My Head. Later. relationships, uh, especially relationships with children, and I know you're a mother, they don't mm-hmm. easily end. Um, the other person is either in your memory or in many cases in your life. That song pulls us along with you as, I don't know, it's, you, you hide from that truth? I'm not sure. Um, what does a song like this do to going forward? Well, um, this particular song is about a real life experience that happened, um, with a confrontation really between myself and another woman, um, a meeting that, um, revealed some truths that were undeniable that had been, um, hidden (laughs) for a while. And so this was actually... Um, me becoming a private investigator and tracking down some information that needed to be coming to light. So what does this do for going forward with that truth coming forward um, and being undeniable? I guess it, it makes it really clear that there is no going back, but yes, like you said, this person is still going to, we're going to be in each other's lives. We have two children. And um, I think the most important thing is to, is to create boundaries for yourself and to find a way to be peaceful and wish the other person well and, and, and just move on to a healthier new life. That's, I guess, <laughs> I think it's uh, what it, I'm it, living it's, right now. Right. 
I, I think yeah. it's remarkable that um, you're able to pull the listeners into your heart so so well that way. And and um, I don't know if, if you intended to do that, but as I sat here yesterday with my earphones on and listened to it, it was almost like I was inside your life. The remarkable experience that uh, you've given us. It's kind of a, a an emotional virtual reality. Uh. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. I guess these experiences have been so um, visceral. It's like, I feel like I've, it's sort of been an out of body experience my whole life that I've been living this kind of unexpected reality. And, and the songs were born. They, they, they popped out really quite easily because um, like they say, um, art imitates life sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and these songs really were just drawn straight from real life. So that, you know, they kind of wrote themselves and the imagery is just straight. I mean, it was like, they, it was already, it already existed. It's like, I just put my antenna out and I could hear them. It's like they already existed. And I just kind of tuned in and, well, to yeah. that point, um, you collaborated with some other folks in this album, um, Jeffrey Keyes, that, that song, and Rye Williams, and Alex, uh, Alec McChesney. How do you collaborate Reece, Reece with... Williams is, is my son, actually. Not oh. Rye, but Reese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my, my son. Some of those lyrics um, on the song's fossils, my son. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, but my... I no, no, that's fine. No, my... that's, you're, you're answering my question before I asked it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, go on. Uh, I was going to ask you, how do you collaborate with, with with somebody on a work of art that is so deeply personal? And I think you're telling us that you, you they're out of your life. They're in. They're part of your life. Deeply ingrained in my life. Most most of my collaborators, not all of them, but um, um, Reese, for example, he you know he wrote my son, who was four years old at the time, walked into the room. And he literally spoke the words that are the lyrics in Fossils. He said those words to me in one sentence, like wow. from start to finish. He just came in and, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the things that he was like, can you say that again? <laughs> and I just quickly wrote them down. Um, but other, other songs required more discipline. And I would have, you know, like two thirds of them written. And then I'd sit down with somebody and just sit down and, 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 and finish crafting them. And we would just talk about them. And I wear my heart on my sleeve with, in my life and with my collaborators and my collaborators are very dear friends of mine. And, and so, and, and they're very empathetic people who are also phenomenal writers and editors. <laughs> and so we just, we just, you know, one by one, we just crafted how they, what needed to happen. And most of the time it clicked pretty fast. And and some of the people that I wrote these songs with came straight from real life, like Alice McChesney, like he and I wrote that song in real time when like that situation was actually occurring. That thousand pieces was written as it was happening. <laughs> we're we're talking with Essence about her new album Black Wings, which is being released today, and you're getting a little radio preview of it. You can talk with her, three four seven two one five seventy five eleven. Or if you're sitting there at work with your headphones on, you want to email us or you're listening on the podcast, you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, speaking of children, um, you are famously or infamously a child of Haight-Ashbury hippies from the Summer of Love. Now, I was there 
maybe I knew your parents. <laughs> maybe you did. Uh, maybe I did. Now, in the song Roots, uh, you talk about feeling old as a child of Greyhound buses and burning houses. What was the childhood like that produced the artist I'm talking with today? <laughs> well, my parents divorced when I was five, and it broke my heart. And, um, and I was bounced back and forth between homes, between my parents, like a ping pong ball. Um, my parents lived in, uh, my mom moved me to Arizona and then we moved to Texas. I went to 14 schools before the fifth grade. And, um, so I was actually on airplanes and Greyhound buses when I was seven and eight and nine years old by myself traveling between the States. So that's what the Greyhound buses, where those come from. And then the house burning down, my house burned down. Um, and the lo- three days before the Loma Prieta earthquake in 1989. And so that was actually the first of my house fires. I've had two. <laughs> the other one was in 2012, and it's not funny. And actually, that one um, is chronicled in my song Camels and Diesel. That's what, about the house burning down, the second one. And, and, and I had nothing to do with either fire, just to be clear. Um, <laughs> one was, <laughs> one was okay. started by um, a prayer candle when I was a kid. And the other one was started by a house guest cigarette. So, yeah, weird. Okay, all right. So we won't <laughs> yeah, blame you so, for that. Okay. No, but yeah, so Roots is, Roots is about, you know, growing up too fast and just kind of being thrust out there in the world and having to I, – I sort of was more of the parent than the kid from a really young age. And that's probably why I started writing songs. I had to put it somewhere. 14 schools before you got in the fifth grade. That's amazing. We've got some um, uh, emails. As soon as I give out the email addresses, your fans are are hard at it. Um, Marky, 42, in San Francisco, wants to know if you're still a hippie. Were you ever a hippie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I was. I. You know what? It's kind of funny. I fought it for a long time because it was so much around me. My parents were just, you know, it was all tie-dye and, and rolling joints on the kitchen table and really no rules and breaking, you know, just all bohemian. And I, I tried very hard to not be like that for a long time. But in the last few years, I've really come to appreciate, first of all, my name, which I suffered long and hard for. Because um, I never would have picked the name Essence. I wanted to be like a Michelle or um, like a Wendy or a Lisa or something like it's that. It's not too but late. I, I you, definitely... know, you can still change it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I really appreciate it. I appreciate what my parents were going for and what they were trying to say. And, and to be honest, like, I've had to live up to the name. I've had to do something different because, I mean, I, I just couldn't, I mean, what I, you know, I thought about becoming a lawyer, but it felt kind of weird being essence and being, you know, <laughs> I mean, or going into like finance or something like that. I just, it didn't feel right to me. I felt like I had something to say and I had an unusual background and, and a lot to, to talk about. So that's why I started making songs. And, and I really love the idealism of, of my parents' generation and what the Haight-Ashbury stood for in the summer of love. And honestly, I think we need more of that now. <laughs> I've been interesting. If so, you become a lawyer, yeah. you would have written very poetic briefs, right? Um, <laughs> Ronald in San Francisco wants to know, where do you play here in the city? Well, I just I played the Great American Music Hall last May. Okay. Um, we did a pre-release there. And my next big show coming up is at the Sweetwater Music Hall in Mill Valley. And that's going to be August place. 25th. Yeah, it's an awesome venue. So it's just about, you know, 15, 
10, 15 minutes north of the Golden Gate Bridge. So that's my next big show. Um, but I play all over the Bay Area and I play all over San Francisco and I um, do house concerts. So um, I, you know, I'll, I play little cafes. I play, play big venues. I just love you, to play. So give me. And you played in, you yeah. played in L.A. recently, too. I did. We played the Mint at the Honey Pot Unlimited Showcase. I was there. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Britches in New York City says, please, please, please play here in New York City. We, I love your emotion. Oh, so, thank you. Thank you. There you are. I would love I, to play. We are, we're working on booking a fall East Coast tour, so I think your wish is going to come true. I love okay. New York. And I've, and I've played there a bunch of times in the past, and um, I love playing the East Coast. Uh, Michelle in Berkeley uh, writes to say, you made me cry. Do you cry when you write? <laughs> I'm afraid so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm afraid so, yes. Um, right. Yeah. I cry sometimes listening answer. to the record even myself. I mean, honestly, like this this particular record, it cuts pretty deep, so um, it's very fresh, it's very current, and it's it's really raw. We have a number of well. Uh, why don't we we play some more music, and I'll get back to uh, the emails because uh, they're not done. But uh, um, I wanted to play this particular song because it's a song that recalls, at least for me, the music of that time, and there's a geographic mystery in it, which we'll get to. This is headed north. No, this is honeyed out. Oh, no, no, no. Right. That right. was honeyed out. That was honeyed out. <laughs> That's um, a whole I'm gonna, different I'm story. <laughs> beat my beat my engineer with 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 a wet noodle there. Okay. Uh, well, as long as we got honeyed out, as long as we have honeyed out, um, and he's waving his hands at me. What are you trying to say over there? You don't have heading north. Uh, I don't know what to do with it. Well, let's talk about Let's play Honey Doubt then. That song, first of all, I, I love the, the the rhythms in it, man. That's that's really good primal rhythms. But um, tell me about that. Tell me about that song. Okay, well, that song is about um, something that feels really, really good and that looks really, really um, amazing and is intoxicating and um, that's somewhat addictive and that could be the turn out to be the the end of you. That's what that song is about. It's about too much of a good thing that's um, just deceptive and 
and, um, and, and destructive. And it could be cake or it could be booze or it could be a toxic relationship. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not going it to, it's a yeah. metaphor for anything. Yeah. Um, and it's also a, a metaphor for some of the 60s, too, in the, the summer of love. Um, exactly. There was a, a um, that was an extraordinary time, but it was it was a time in which a lot of people honeyed out. Um, uh, and by the time I think you grew up, it, it was over. The peace, the peace, love and the Owsley LSD had sort of given way to greed and cocaine and gentrification. But it exactly did. It did generate an entire genre of America of American music, the San Francisco sound, or some call it acid rock. Does any of that inhabit your music now in a song like Honey Doubt or any of your other songs? The acid rock influence or the sixties um well, I'm, I'm overindulgence. Kind of that... I'm kind of <laughs> let's start with the acid rock musical influence. Wait, the, um, I mean, I think all of the, the those musical influences were they're they're in my blood. I mean, it's what I grew up listening to in my family's home, and not just in my home, but I mean, I was in all the musical festivals with my dad. He took me everywhere. I mean, we were part of the San Francisco scene. My dad was friends with, you know, Janis Joplin and Big Brother and the Holding Company, and it was the era of Bill Graham, and it was, you know, the Grateful Dead and all of that. So I can't help but have that seep into what I do. It's, it's just part of the fabric of my being. <laughs> maybe that's, so, yeah. maybe that's why it resonates with me so much. I was actually uh, writing for the Berkeley bar, but the, at the time and uh, went to all of those concerts too, right? At least the ones I can remember. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> um, now exactly. we were going to play headed North, but uh, we don't, we don't have that song and we, uh, but I was going to ask you about that. In that song, you talk about driving north. It was you were leaving, and um, you talk about going over a metal bridge and heading north. And I thought you were sort of headed north up the California coast, but then you hit a big black rock with some sagebrush, which is not the California coast. Where were you going? Um, <laughs> well, um, so I was raised in San Francisco, and I, um, you know, I've spent most of my life in San Francisco. But when I was a kid, for a few years, my parents. They skipped out of town in their in their um, summer of love, idealistic, you know, return to nature quest. They built a house up in the Sierra foothills, and um, that's one of the places that I feel most connected to in the world. And it's it's my second home, if not really my first home. And um, so I spent a lot of time up, like near Nevada City and Grass Valley, and. North San Juan, way out in the sticks, and there's um, a, a river up there called the Yuba River. And in the oh, video well. that we just released on yeah. on YouTube for Headed North, um, it's a journey leaving the city, leaving behind, you know, something that's dark and something that's dangerous and unhealthy, and moving towards a return to nature and a reclaiming of my feminine self and my and my power as a woman that had felt very compromised for too long and I'm shedding a um a disguise an exterior that I had to I had to embody to survive and in that video I'm I'm peeling away the layers and I'm returning to myself and my core and nature my femininity and ultimately to the river which is like the symbol of 
you know, the woman, the mother, the earth. And yeah, I guess I'm a hippie. And you've just just given us a good reason since we didn't have the song to play for all of our listeners to go to your YouTube channel and watch that video. And uh, yeah, headed north on YouTube, essence headed north. Headed north on YouTube. And since you didn't hear the song here, you go to YouTube and listen to it. Now, um, I mentioned at the beginning of the segment that in addition to releasing four albums that are emotional music triumphs, you also took time to write a song called Everyone Has, Everybody Has a Butt. And to satisfy the emails of everybody who wants to hear that song, we're going to play it. Here it is. Boys and girls have different parts. Everybody has a butt. Just like feet and hands and hearts. Everybody has a butt. Everybody has a butt. But, but, everybody has a butt. Everybody has a butt. But, but, everybody has a butt. The urchin's butt looks like an eye. The bird's butt flies high in the sky. Most butt is underground. The unicorn's butt just can't be found. Ant's butt is really, really small. The giraffe Everybody has a butt, but, but, everybody has a butt. Everybody has a butt, but, but, everybody has a butt. Jellyfish have a butt, but not a face. A Martian's butt's in outer space. A dinosaur's butt is really, really old. A penguin's butt is cold. Skunk's butt is really scary. A goat has a butt that's really hairy. A horse has a butt that's very fat. Now, that's, that, that's a song from your, your album, A Dog Named Moo and His Friend Roo which is part of a whole other musical world you've created for children. So tell us about the album and how you came to write these delightful songs and the great plans you have for them. (laughs) Well, I never intended to make kids music. Let me just start by saying that. Um, But I became a mom. And what happened was um, I was in very deep grief because I lost my father when I was pregnant with my son. And my father was like my closest person in the world to me. And I did not know how to handle that grief. And so the only thing that I could do was to honor my father by loving my son the way my father loved me. And so I just poured myself into my everyday, you know, experiences and adventures with my son. And through doing that, these little songs just started popping out, which I was at first mortified by (laughs) because I didn't want to be a kid's artist. And I thought I had lost my edge completely, but um, I had a mentor and I started playing these little ditties for her and she was like, oh, you have to make a kid's album. And I was like, no, but I ended up doing it and, and it's been awesome. And um, my son really helped me in crafting those songs and he made requests. He asked for a T-Rex song, so he got one. And, and then, yeah, they're very boy-like songs like the, uh, you know, everybody has a bud and they're songs about everyday um, experiences like you know, motivating kids, making making everyday things like wearing a seatbelt, taking a bath, getting dressed, making those into games and fun. And and so, yeah, that record um, has been wonderful. I've been playing uh, birthday parties and the Academy of Sciences and all kinds of, you know, like the Discovery Museum. And I've, I've done a little bit of touring um, around the country with that record also. And I will be making another kids album. This one is going to be for my daughter. Good, wonderful. So, and I yeah, also expect to see a, a book a, and a, 
a book and a phone app too pretty soon. You know what? There is a there is a book out. I failed to mention yeah. it's a T Rex book that goes with the third song on the record, and um, I'm working on some more books to match those songs as well as there is an app out already that's a sing along app for the song. Everybody has a butt. And there's animated videos on um, there's stop motion animation claymation videos on YouTube right now. You could go to and search for Essence Goldman, and then um, the T Rex video will pop out pop up as well as um, there's a parody of the police song um, Roxanne that my son and I made called Rocks and Sand, and you'll find a video <laughs> for that there too. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Well, obviously we're having too much fun because we're out of time. Um, so, <laughs> right. uh, maybe I should have you back on just with the kids album, uh, cause I love kids albums, but, uh, in any case, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today and for the powerful music and the fun music and for pointing out that everybody has a butt. Thank you, Patrick. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Essence, the new album is Blackwing. It is a must-buy, must-hear that I predict will become a classic. And uh, Essence is going to tell us right now where you can get your own copy. I'm so excited. The record's out today. And um, you can find it on iTunes and Amazon by searching for Essence Blackwing. And uh, you can also follow her on the web at www.essencemusic.com. And you can follow her on Twitter at... At sign named Moo, and that's your hand. That's her handle, and you know why she uses that handle. Thank you again. This has been a delight. Well, actually, and... Essence Music Live, Essence oh. Music Live for my grown-up music on Twitter, okay, and Instagram. It's Instagram. It's Essence Music. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, I've been, I've, yeah. No, no, no wonder I've, I've been getting all those those interesting uh, things when I follow you on Twitter, on, on Twitter at named Moo. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we are out of time now. And um, I want to re- remind all of our listeners that you have been uh, listening to music Friday live with Patrick O'Heffernan uh, from uh, blog talk radio and from the cyber state say network, our radio affiliates and the artist echoes network in uh, London. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and get real-time updates on our guest. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleman. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download the This and Other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday or better yet on iTunes. You can get them on iTunes. Be here next Friday. We've got a couple of very interesting guests lined up. Check our Twitter feed and our Facebook page, and you'll get all the details on who they are. And in the meantime, I want to say goodbye, everybody. Have a great musical weekend, and we're going to leave you with a little bit of Everybody Has a Bite. Boys and girls have different parts. Everybody has a butt. Just like feet and hands and hearts. Everybody has a butt. Everybody has a butt. Butt, butt. Everybody has a butt. Everybody has a butt.